0: and welcome to the victory devotional podcast we invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with god hear his voice and respond in worship and prayer here's today's message god we praise you for another beautiful day where we get to worship you find You, seek You through Your Word, and enjoy Your presence. We welcome You as we dig into Your Word this morning. We love You in Jesus' name. Amen. Morning, everyone. Welcome to our morning worship and prayer. We're continuing on with our series on miracles, where we see that our God is mighty. Miracle working God. And the things God says and does give us a glimpse of who He is. And our prayer is that the more we know Him through the Word, the more we will love Him and live for Him. Now, let me ask you this question Have you ever faced a difficult situation that you know was beyond your ability to bear? Probably you know someone who's experiencing that. Probably you yourself are experiencing that. And, nandun ka na sa point na, Lord di ko, na alam ko. help me in this situation. Or have you ever tried praying about it, but it feels like or it seems like nothing is happening? The disciples in Jesus' time found themselves in that situation. Could I invite you to open your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 17, verse 14 to 20? Matthew 17, 14 to 20. And when they came to the crowd, a man came up to him Bring him here to me.' And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was healed instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, "'Why could we not cast it out?' He said to them, "'Because of your little faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you." This is the word of the Lord for us this morning. So we see here, there was this father bringing a concern to Jesus. His son was sick. Do you have a loved one who is currently sick, battling an illness? Probably you're a parent, and if you're a parent, you know what it's like to see your child suffer. Or probably you're not a parent, but you see your loved one suffer your spouse your parents someone very dear to you imagine the pain of seeing a loved one suffering from illness this was this father's situation and it tells us in verse 15 the father said he has seizures and he suffers terribly for often he falls into the fire and often into the water imagine the kind of suffering that not just the father was experiencing but the son that he brought was experiencing. Imagine being tormented. Scripture tells us that this boy's illness was not just seizures or epilepsy, but it was demonic in nature. Now, I want to say this. Here in this scripture, it tells us that this sickness is demonic, not all sickness is caused by demons. But here in, passages, in these passages, it tells us that it is. So imagine the kind of pain that the boy was in, being thrown into the fire, always not being safe, always having seizures, and that the word the father used, he was terribly suffering. The kind of lifestyle that this boy could have had, not being able to enjoy everyday life, suffering from this kind of illness. Now imagine the pain that the father also had to go through seeing his son like that. And because he didn't want his son to suffer, he brought the child to the disciples. Verse 16 says, And I brought him to your disciples, and they could not heal him. Now notice, backtrack. We're now in Matthew chapter 17, but in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus sends out His disciples and gives them authority to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to raise the dead. But here in this passage, we see, as the Father has brought His Son to the disciples, the disciples could not heal Him. And it tells us that sometimes Jesus' followers may fail, but Jesus never fails. Sometimes, as followers and disciples of Jesus, we too fail. But Jesus never fails. He never will. So verse 14 to 15, acknowledging that, yes, disciples could have failed. Jesus will never fail. The man comes to Jesus, brings his son in desperation. Verse 14 says, a man came up to him, kneeling before him, said, Lord, have mercy on on my son. Now, Jesus responds to two audiences here. First, to the father and the concern he had with his son. And next, he also responds and addresses his disciples. And we can learn three applications so that we can apply this word in our life. Verse 17, Matthew 17, 17 says, Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was healed. Instantly, we see here that Jesus heard the father's request and healed his son instantly, immediately, completely. And we see here that Jesus is able to heal instantly. Jesus is able to heal instantly, but Jesus is also able to save completely. Imagine physical, emotional, spiritual, but Jesus healed the boy at his word, at his rebuke, at his authority. What can we learn here? Just like the father who brought his concern to Jesus. Come to Jesus, bring all your concerns to him. Probably there's a loved one who's sick, you're suffering from financial loss, you're believing God for restored relationships, you're in an impossible situation. Bring all your concerns to Jesus and see him do his move. Next. We see Jesus' response, not just to the Father and to the Son who was sick, but also to the disciples. Verse 17 says this, Jesus, talking to His disciples, said, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? There is a sense in this passage in which Jesus was, in a way, frustrated, disappointed with His disciples. The disciples, you see, have been walking with Jesus for some time now. They have seen Jesus perform miracles. They have seen Jesus talk about His kingdom, declaring and demonstrating it alongside His disciples. But in verse 19, it says there, the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? And Jesus said, verse 20, He said to them, because of your little faith. I love how Jesus used this situation. It now became a teaching moment. And in their weakness, in their lack of faith, I love how Jesus met them there. Jesus meets us wherever our faith is. If we feel like we have strong faith, Jesus meets us there. But I love how this story goes. Even in the disciples' weak faith, Jesus met them there. Do you feel like your faith is weak? Could it be that it is in the weakness of our faith that God would meet us and teach us to depend on Him? So. This moment became a teaching moment where the disciples could depend on Him, ask Him, rely on Him, be taught by Him. If you find yourself in a situation where you feel like, Lord, my faith is weak, teach me. Lord, what can I do so that I could live for you? And Jesus says in verse 20, because of your little faith. In the New King James Version, it says, because of your unbelief. And Jesus continues on to say, For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. Jesus met them where their faith was weakest, but He also encouraged them to have a mountain-moving faith. I love the picture that Jesus was painting here. A small mustard seed-like faith can move a huge mountain. Now, for some of us, we could say, Lord, ang hina ng faith ko ngayon. Scripture encourages us, Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. But if we feel like we have no faith in some areas, Jesus is not just the perfecter of our faith, He is also the author of our faith. Hebrews twelve two says, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. So as an application, Second thing that we can learn from this story to put this word into practice. Put your faith in Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus. As you bring your concerns to him, put your faith in him. You see faith always has an object. my faith ako. Faith saan? Faith always has an object and we put our faith not in our prayers, not in other people, but we put our faith in Jesus. He is worthy of our faith. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. Lastly, Matthew seventeen twenty one. The English Standard Version doesn't have this verse, but in the New King James versions and some manuscripts have this. Matthew seventeen twenty one. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Third application that we could do: declare dependence to Jesus through prayer and spiritual disciplines. Declare dependence to Jesus' presence and power through prayer and spiritual disciplines. It's not that it's the prayer or the spiritual discipline that will heal and perform miracles, but every time we pray, every time we fast, every time we go um, worship God, practice spiritual disciplines, It's there that we rely on the power and the presence of God to move. It's there that we humble ourselves, and it's there where power flows out. Not because of what we do, but because of who God is and how He meets us through the practice of prayer and spiritual disciplines relying on His presence. The third application, declare dependence on Jesus' presence and power through prayer and spiritual disciplines. Are you in a difficult situation right now? Are you praying and it seems like nothing is happening? Would you bring all your concerns to Jesus, He is able to save and heal instantly and completely. And don't just bring your concerns to Him, put your faith in Him and see how God will move. Even with just a tiny, tiny amount of faith, it can move mountains and nothing will be impossible because of who God is. And as you pray, declare dependence to God in His presence, in His power, through prayer and spiritual disciplines. The greatest gain as we pray, as we fast, as we worship, is that we get God and we get to see His move in our lives and in the lives of others. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank You for this morning. Thank You, God, for reminding us who You are, that at Your Word, any impossibility, can be gone in an instant. Any illness can be saved instantly and completely. God, we thank you that you are able to heal and save completely and instantly. God, we put our faith in you. God, as your people, we say we come to you with our concerns, with the things that weigh in in our mind and in our heart. God, thank you that we can come to you with whatever request. And God, thank you that just as you have met the disciples when their faith was weak, For all of us, God, wherever we are in our journey of faith, whether we feel like we have strong faith or little faith or no faith for some areas, God, thank you that you will meet us. God, we ask that you would author our faith, perfect our faith where it is weak. And God, we say we trust you, we rely on you, we depend on you as your people, Lord. Enable us to enjoy praying. Worshipping, reading your word, and depending on you through spiritual disciplines. Lord, we say we love you and we're excited for your move in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship God once more through this song. You turn my
1: doubts to dust You fulfill your promises Turn my doubt to dust can stand against you the kings lay down their grounds. every fear is sad. You make mountains move
0: Before we part ways from our morning worship and prayer, let me declare Paul's prayer for the Ephesian church. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16 to 18. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation in the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer, and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. May you prayerfully go through your day in the presence of God and in His power. God bless you. Have an amazing day ahead. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, Follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.